1: The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch-ch-chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: I know what you're asking. In the thumbnail, why am I holding One Last Strike, a book by Tony LaRusso. We don't talk about the Cardinals. One last strike. That's what Boogie Fland is down to with me. The Indiana University recruit did something on social media today that, like, okay, I, I, what are you going to do? We'll talk about that. But first we're going to talk about the Indianapolis Colts. The NFL Network had a piece this morning about how on social media fans of every team predict that their team is going to win 10 games. Whether it's the Chiefs on the high end, they bring them down to, like, 10 to be realistic. If it's the Texans, they bring them up to 10. Everybody predicts 10 wins. I did it last year with Colts. I was off by six. <laughs> not this year. We're going to be a little more realistic, and Colts fans generally are cool with this. They're realists. They're not pie-in-the-sky kooks. Optimism Wednesday is 48 hours away. All right, we've got to be realistic, but there are reasons to believe that it's going to settle right around seven wins. I, I think that the Colts have a chance to win seven games. I know that's a little bit optimistic, but we'll talk about why. I think that seven wins is a possibility, and I invite you in the comments to make your prediction as to how many the Colts are going to win and why. All right? Uh, then we're going to talk about Boogie Fland a little bit. Boogie, uh, oi Boogie. And then uh, Zach Osterman with a piece on IU football that didn't mean to be damning, but I think it really was. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Ken Sterling for Monday, July 17th, 2023. Brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Jared Johnson is the best plumber that there is. If you need a plumber, if you want a plumber, call Jared Johnson, 765-610-8809. Smash the subscribe button. Smash the like button. It's just polite to hit the like button if you're going to watch. If you're watching, hit the like button, even if you don't like what you see. Hit the like button. And if you want to make a donation, make a donation. It's a nice thing to do. Uh, and, uh, you know, super thanks are super appreciated. That's what, that's what we're all about. Thank you in advance. All right, let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts and why I think that they're going to go 7-10. and 10. All right, the NFL Network, it was really funny, and, and they're right. I mean, I've done it myself. You argue yourself into believing that they're they're going to win 10. Nine for sure, Todd says. <laughs> they know nothing for sure about this team, baby. I'm just telling you right now. But there are reasons to believe that four is going to be like low tide for this team. They are. A relatively easy schedule. All right, this is not a hard schedule. The and I know, people in the NFL are like, Oh, you got no idea. It's hard to beat a bad team. Well, okay, but it's not as hard to beat a bad team as it is to be a great beat a great team. And the Colts play a lot of teams who are expected to not be very good, including those in the AFC South. The Texans are not gonna be very good. Hey, listen, I'll tell you this about DeAndre Hopkins. He's thirty-one years old and he has missed over the last two seasons. He's missed seven and eight games, 15 total. That's a lot. Wide receivers do not get healthier. We've seen this over and over and over again. As they get older, they get more brittle. And as they get more brittle, what you got? You got a guy who can't play. And, and you, can't, you, know, you can't make the club from the tub. You don't win games because you're uh, sitting on the bench. And DeAndre Hopkins, at the age of 31, has shown an inability over the last two years to get off the bench. There's a reason why he's a former Cardinal, and there's a reason why he's a former Texan. Formers, you got to figure out why they're formers. And with DeAndre Hopkins, that's got something to do with health. You know what? Those games that he missed the last two years, the Texans didn't miss him. Sitting on his ass. He's going to go to Tennessee. He's going to see how often he can be on the field. We'll see. We'll see if they can squeeze a little bit more football out of them. We've seen this happen firsthand. Saw it with Andre Johnson back in 2015. Andre Johnson from the Texans had been one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. And then he got old. And getting old happens in a minute. And and the last person to know is the player. Thinks that it's just situations. Like, I I can get back on the field. This isn't going to be a problem. Well, it's always a problem. Rarely do you play more one year than you did the previous year. It happens. There are anomalies, but I don't think that there's going to be one in this case. And I think the $15 million that the Titans are throwing at DeAndre Hopkins to bring him in, I think that they are thinking of what DeAndre Hopkins was back in like 2017, 2018, and not what he was in 2020 and 2022. All right. Uh... Culture going to have the most athletic quarterback in the NFL. I know that he hadn't started enough games to know exactly what he's doing, and it's going to take time for the game to slow down for him and for him to be a master at what he does. You know, Malcolm Gladwell has always said it takes, I think he said it, 10,000 hours to master something.
2: Step into the world of power, loyalty
1: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Anthony Richardson hadn't played quarterback for 10,000 hours. And he's got to get to that level. He's got to get to a level where it slows down for him. Happens to everybody after about two years. But the quicker you get to that, the better. And in the meantime, while the mastery develops, hopefully, you know what you got? You got a guy who can run like the wind, who can throw it deep, he can do all kinds of things. He's very nimble in the pocket. He has physical characteristics that are really, really high-end. Highest high-end of anybody in the NFL. He just got to figure out how to utilize them positively toward winning games. We'll see if he's able to do that. Samson Ekubom, Samson Ekibom is going to be a guy that is more versatile. He's a mid-level free agent. Right, what was it, three years, $24 something like that. Okay, all right. With the 49ers, he didn't get to the quarterback a lot. With the Rams, he didn't get to the quarterback a lot. But his high, I think, what, five, five five-and-a-half sacks was his high watermark. But a lot of pressures, and he's much better against the run than Yannick Ngakwe was. That means something. You know, what you got in Yannick Ngakwe He's unemployed. You know what I mean? He's a former Colt that 31 teams have now said, yeah, we're good. That's going to be an upgrade. EcuBomb is going to be better than a guy who is now unemployed as a defensive end. Uh, Shane Steichen is going to be a superior tactician, we hope. We hope that Shane Steichen, that it was Frank Reich who decided, hey, I'm going all in. My chips are in the middle of the table. On what the yo-yos from MIT say. I'm going with the analytics guys. Hopefully Shane Steichen doesn't do that. Hopefully Shane Steichen understands the situation and whether his team's on a heater or not. There are times when you gotta bet on your guys, whether the analytics tell you to or not, and there are times you need to bet against them. Sometimes punting is a good idea. Nothing wrong with punting. We'll see with Shane Steichen. I think Shane Steichen is going to be the perfect coach for Anthony Richardson to learn this game quickly and be put in a situation where he can succeed at a reasonable level relatively early. Uh, The the 12-person draft, it was about athleticism and or speed. And that's a good place to start with the draft. Juju Brent's 40-time notwithstanding. This is really a draft where they went and got guys who could run. Speed is how you build teams. Speed cannot really be taught. You, you can improve it a little bit, but not a whole gob. Speed is what God gave you for the most part, again. The guys who were at IU until a couple of years ago and now are at Alabama, those guys can coach you up about a mile an hour, two miles an hour. Speed is really important in football, and the Colts, they drafted 12 pretty fast guys. Um, Chris Ballard remains very confident, or confident, which seems odd. Like, given his record, what is it, 45-51-1, I'm not sure I'd be so confident. But that's why I'm not an NFL general manager. You've got to be confident. You've got to roll into work every damn day believing that you got the secret formula to building a great team. Because the day you realize that you don't have that formula, that you aren't the guy to build that team you got to get out of the business. It's over for you. Chris Ballard still believes that he's right, and I applaud him for it. I don't believe he's correct, but I applaud him for, you know what, staking his claim. I am the best. I am the smart guy. I am the guy who's going to be able to take this team to where it needs to go to hang a big banner from the top Lucas Oil Stadium. I love that about him. Uh, And then... You know, uh, being confident is necessary. If you're weak and insecure, you're going to lose. Realism is best served in a uh, modest dose. And they've got one of the better O-lines in the NFL. Sadly, that was uh, in 2018-2019 when they were ranked third in the NFL. But most of those guys still there. Sixty percent of that line is still here. Braden Smith, Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly. You've got Bernard Ryman who was terrific second half of last season. And that left guard or right guard situation, I believe, is going to be resolved to everybody's satisfaction. Maybe it's Freeland plays right tackle and Braden Smith moves into guard. That could happen. We'll see. But I, you know, sadly, what's happened with the offensive line. Thank you, Neil. I fr- I uh, love that. Nick uh, Hger, uh, his birthday's today. Well, that's fantastic. Happy birthday to Nick. Sorry if I uh, boogered up his name. H-G-E-R. Okay. Okay. Uh, 3rd in 18, 3rd in 19, 7th in 20, 12th in 21, 18 in 22. It's got to get back into that top five or we got big problems. Uh, Boogie Flan. Oh, here, I want to make this clear. I think it was Friday. I said that if I want to, if I had a lot of money, if I had $12 million, I would spend half the year in Michigan and half the year in Florida. I could spend half the year in Michigan, half the year in Florida now. I choose to live in central Indiana. It was hyperbole to make a point, and it wasn't chosen very well. I love central Indiana. This is where I live. My wife and I chose to live here. We said, where do we want to live? So we want to live here. So I got a job here. She got a job here. We moved from Chicago to Indy. And that was 30 years ago. And we're rolling ever since. Happier than hell. Love it here. Never leave. Um... At any rate, Boogie Fland is down to eight schools. He released his list of eight. Eight. That's strike two. Strike one was referring to himself in the third person on pigs.com. You know, they they respect Boogie. They want Boogie to play Boogie-style basketball or whatever he said. That's insanity for a high school kid. Third-person references, look, Jerry Lewis sounded like a stooge. Say, well, when Jerry Lewis does this, and Jerry, sounded like an idiot. 17-year-olds doing it sound especially self-important and myopic. Not stupid. Self-important and myopic. All right? So you don't do that. And then you don't release your list of eight schools. What the hell is the point of that? Eight? So Indiana's on it. Well, whoop-de-doo. You know what? Boogie... Has, has boogied his way right out of my consciousness, I don't care. It doesn't make any difference. Uh, if you're down to three, all right, that's still self-important and kooky, but you know what, I can deal with it. That's the world we live in. In social media, you want to say, here are my finalists. Down to eight, that's insanity. That's like the number of people running for, for the presidency on the Republican side. Eight, for God's sake. Uh, Zach Osterman, uh, his post on IU football is really kind of like, hey, Tom Allen's a real nice guy. And uh, so he's a nice guy. And he's a real nice guy. He went to the hospital. One of, his, one of his players' wives went into labor, and so he dropped everything, went to the hospital while that player was out of town. First of all, why is the player out of town? Second of all, with a a wife who's kind of ready to go, win football games. Is it enough to be a nice guy? Is being a nice guy enough to float that boat? Do you want to keep a coach because he's a nice guy? Anecdotes about nice guy coaches, eh, they don't work for me. Anecdotes about wins, anecdotes about fiery speeches that get a team all ready to go and go kick Ohio State in the ass, that works for me. Or, hey, are we just happy with a nice guy? LEO. LEO, love each other. All right, that's a great message. I like love each other. I want to love you. You love me. We all love each other. It's fantastic. That's the way life should be. I'm serious. That's not the job. That's the job. A pastor does that kind of thing. When you go to church, everybody's got to love each other. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Big hugs. Okay. That's the love. Football is about kicking somebody in the mouth and beating their ass. That's what football is about. But Indiana might be a little bit different. Indiana, what do we do? We go to the tailgate. If the game's at noon, we get there at about 9.30, have a great time, we'll cook a little bit, uh, have a couple of beers, we go into the game, maybe, or we're having a good enough time in the parking lot with people that we love that we don't want to go into the game. We're having a great time, we're laughing our asses off, so that's a beautiful thing. That Indiana loses, look, for all these years, we've dealt with Indiana losing football games. Fine. It's fine. I still, I enjoy going to the games. Is that wrong? Should I not enjoy going to the games if they lose? I don't know. You leave at halftime, you go to Knicks, you have a great time, you see people. Hey, look, it's that guy. All right. Love to you. Love each other. We got beat 56-14, but we love each other. It's not that important, or is it? And if it is, how do we deal with that? It's not having a nice guy coach. It's about having a coach who's going to win damn football games. But can you win at Indiana? It's going to become easier after this season when they're no longer a part of the Big Ten East and they're playing a a different schedule. You know, that'll be nice. Not playing Ohio State, not playing Michigan next year. That's going to be sweet. Is Tom Allen going to be a part of it? I don't know. Been a long time since Indiana was relevant during a season where we could go to games. Right? We'll talk about that more as we get to it. I find it depressing. I like the idea of going to Bloomington for football games. Uh, the idea of, like, predicting a record. I mean, we know what it's going to be. It's going to be 3-9 and nine or 4-8. and eight. That's the way. <laughs> That's Indiana football. What are you going to do? We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Breakfast with Kent. Bright and early. 6.45 a.m. At, on the radio at WGCLradio.com. At 7.07 and right back here at about 3 in the afternoon, 4 in the afternoon. Tomorrow, maybe a little bit later. That's okay. We'll get through it. A week from tomorrow, Chris Ballard's talking to the media. I can't wait to hear what Chris Ballard has to say that we will follow. Look or listen. Look, listen. You guys know me. Okay. Do we? Well, we do and we don't.